Hello there, you well-endowed listeners. My name is Aaron. I'm Nave. And I am Tony. And this is Super Pod Saga. For any of you first-time listeners, this is the podcast where Tommy and I talk about a different topic every episode, and we'll discuss the hell out of that topic until there's nothing at all left to say about it. Normally, yeah, normally it's Tommy and I talking about these topics, but but Tommy can't be here with us today. He he fell through the TV trying to grab a, a sub off of a Jersey Mike's commercial, and he's trapped inside the TV. We'll get we'll we'll worry about him another time. We'll get him out of there eventually, but. Today we have we have some awesome guests with us to keep me company so I don't freak out. Uh, we have returning, we have Nave with Gaming Together Podcast. How are you, dude? Uh, I talked enough already about how I am. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, about the Halo and 343, yeah. Uh, then we have a uh, first-time guest with us today, Tony. How are you doing, man? I'm uh, besides my dog barking, I'm fine. Oh, I didn't even hear him barking. Damn. You don't hear him? Oh, that's good. That means it's much good. <laughs> <laughs> well yeah man go ahead and tell us all about yourself and uh, and your podcast and what's what's happening with you uh i do a little show called uh places rumble with uh two other with two other people uh we're currently on a mini hiatus because we record ahead of time so we take a little break but yeah it's a good time we just cover playstation games from the ps1 to current era and uh yeah check us out the playstation one had some of the best well yeah, had some of the best and probably goofiest games ever. I love that goddamn thing so much. I kind of prefer the PS2 era just because there's so much weird shit on there. Yeah. As well. Yeah. So. There was a lot of weird it's, ones it's on there. It's my defining generation, even though I grew up more with the PS1. But... I like the PS2 better because it has the little drug stash compartment where you can hide your weed <laughs> from your dad. Well, yeah, Tony, what a, you're our guest of honor today. What the hell are we going to talk about this episode? Disappointing games. It's all good, man. Yeah, you hit the nail on the head. Disappointing games. Games that really built themselves up but then fell flat on their face just were not that good. Since you are our guest of honor, go ahead with your first one whenever you're ready. Let me start with, I want to say Silent Hill Homecoming. Oh. I was a, uh, I'm a pretty big fan of the series. I'm a pretty big fan of this franchise and this, um, you know, any of the ones after three or four, you know, they were hit or miss, and I like almost all of them. This is easily my least favorite. I think it's mainly the combat. They try to add, like, Silent Hill is not too much about the combat. The whole point mm-hmm. of Silent Hill was really to avoid the combat. And this one, they try to add, like, dodge rolling, and I guess the guy, he was like a, he was like a Marine, right, or something like that. He's from the Army, and so they try to have him, like, do combat, like, actual combat styles and it just didn't work and it was more frustrating than fun and plus the game was glitchy as fuck um yeah i remember at one point i got stuck behind a door and i had to restart the entire chapter because i just couldn't get out <laughs> nice silent hill homecoming is interesting because um i played the my first experience with silent hill was silent hill for the room on an xbox demo disc and so I remember being in that apartment and going through the hall and going, wow, this combat's terrible. And then going back into the apartment, just chilling in there and being like, this is cool. This is a cool spooky vibe. I like being in here. 
And so Silent Hill Homecoming was my actual first Silent Hill game to play in its entirety. And so um, I had no experience with anything else, obviously. And I had a lot of fun with the game rather than like, I mean, the combat sucked balls, but I was like, okay, this is cool as far as like a scary game is concerned. But I was, I'm, I've been long uh, dissociated with scary games. I think the last time I was really scared during a game was playing Condemned con- Condemned Criminal Origins. And that was only like, there was one jump scare that got me. And I was like, wow, I haven't been jump scared in a long time. Uh, this game, these games turn into like arcade games for me. And I just tried to speed run the game and find all of the different endings. And that was kind of my experience rather than, you know, bask in the, in the environment or anything. I pretty early on was like, this is dumb, but I spent my very few high school kid bucks on this game so i'm gonna play this fucking game kid bucks that's all right yeah there's a dude i watch on youtube nitro rad who do who does a lot of reviews and deep dives on on silent hill games that uh, that one and downpour were uh two of like the jankiest ones i've seen so far but they do have some pretty good stories at least which is is, like i actually really like downpour uh surprisingly i had a little like mini quests you could do and then it was like puzzles and the like, whole stories around them so there was some cool aspects about it and it was also like kind of like a it was like kind of like a half open world and you could explore environments and stuff it was it was a really cool concept a lot of people don't like it but i actually again the combat was terrible but everything else surrounding it i really dug i actually didn't beat downpour i i tried like three times and there was there's like a part where you have to run away from something and it kills you instantly. And I'm like, this is my least favorite kind of mechanic oh, in any video game. Yeah. Is instant I, death. Have to restart. I'm like, I I, I don't know. I, I, I had Halo and Rock Band and Guitar Hero at that point. I was like, I need to play those games. I think that actually came from what was like Shattered Memories. I think had that like a chase scenes. And I think they borrowed that from that. And I think yep. that was kind of a bad move. But had some really cool set pieces. Uh, downpour that from what I remember. So. Was it Homecoming that had the more like combo-y combat, or was that? I I, I get that and Downpour mixed up. Downpour, I, 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 I think remember had, one like, breakable had, weapons. Had... But I think that sounds yeah, right. Homecoming was the one where the guy could like do, do dodge, and you had enemies that would block, and you'd have to like parry around them. Only. Yeah, it didn't really block. work too well. Right. And it was more frustrating <laughs> than anything. And it, and it also right. like brought a lot of ideas from like the movie, like the the transition into Silent Hill, where it kind of just like burns up. It burned up. Oh that. yeah, yeah. And some of the cult things, like the costumes the cult members wore, were similar to like the gas masks in Silent Hill, in the movie. So, I mean, it was not all bad. Uh-huh. It looked, I mean, it was it wasn't all bad. It was just, I guess, at that point, there was so much hype behind the series that it kind of just it was new to developers too, right? It wasn't Team Silent. Completely, it, yeah. like it was a Western thing too. So, if I like they carried more, they try to emulate what people liked about the game series instead of trying to do their own thing. When I know about it, they were also brand new to the whole, I guess, to that engine. Uh, I, I forget if it was Unreal Engine or if it was something else, but they were totally brand new to using that engine and <laughs> and just didn't know how to work it, and hence all the bugs and all the game breaking. Yeah, the, the PS360 era was always kind of jank. What's uh what'd you have for your first one, Dave? Uh this might come to a surprise for people who weren't around for the release of this game, but I'm gonna say Rock Band 4. Rock Band 4 was a 
unbelievable and unfathomable disappointment when it first came out. It took many years for that game to reach a state where people were happy with it. It took two and a half years, I think, just so that there was online multiplayer. And still to this day, you can't play online with more than one person on the same console. So you would have to have multiple copies of Rock Band in one house so that you could play online with some friends, unless you wanted to sing harmonies, but most people don't like singing. Everyone wants to play the drums. Now the most disappointing thing about Rock Band 4 is that the instruments all cost $400, and they're never going to remake any of them, because the game is so, so such a small niche community now. But whenever the game first came out, uh, Rock Band was a... was a, very, It was very forward-thinking in the 360 PS3 generation, where all of the game's DLC moved forward with you. And their idea was to move all of the DLC from the 360 generation to the place, to the Xbox One or PS3 to PS4. They wanted to make that generational leap. But that uh, the technological and legal strife that they had figuring all of that out uh, resulted in many years where a lot of DLC just never made the jump. And... There was an entire section of DLC called the Rock Band Network, where uh, those were those were it was official DLC, but it wasn't made by Harmonics. They were usually charted by other people. The Rock Band Network didn't make it at all, and that's where almost all of the best metal and like different niche genres came from. A lot of foreign music and stuff like that. A lot of instrumental music, which obviously Harmonics never wanted to do because of the vocals. But they Harmonix has now started release re-releasing Rock Band Network songs every other week or every three weeks so that uh, they can give their very short staff a little bit of le- uh, leniency, like a little bit of leeway. They just re-upload those Rock Band Network songs. So Rock Band, ne- Rock Band 4 is in a decent place right now if you want a karaoke machine. But um, whenever it first came out, holy hell, it was really painful. It does sound painful. <laughs> I think the last rock band I played was like two or three, so I didn't even, I didn't know it got that bad. Yeah, yeah the last one I played for sure was three. The the reason why, because uh, when the Xbox One was first coming out, I I didn't jump make the generational jump at first, and I was planning on getting a PS4 because of all of the notorious Xbox One shenanigans that were happening. And when Rock Band Four got released, they said that all the DLC was going to move forward, but they won't go across systems. Like they, you have to be in the same family of of consoles. So I was like, I have to get an Xbox. I got an Xbox One because of Rock Band, and when it released, it didn't have the DLC. The reason why I got an Xbox to get Rock Band was to play that DLC. So that's the biggest disappointment that I felt probably in all of gaming. And they limited online play to two players. That's really weird. Well, you you there you can have four people. You know the guitar, bass, drums, and vocals. But mm-hmm. you can only have one person per console. That's really That's strange. So yeah, I remember on the P- on the fucking PS3, it like be like me, my friend, two of my friends, and then replace someone online who's doing vocals. So it's like, it's weird. Yeah. This was this, <laughs> like the the last. I guess the PS4 and. Xbox One generation that they neutered it like that. That's really strange. Yeah, the game the game released with a lot of like uh, missing features and a lot of really weird hamstrung things that I assume are just tied to the engine. Like that are just so there's so much spaghetti code involved in fixing it that they just gave up. And uh, um, as of now, Harmonix got purchased by Epic and they've been folded into the Fortnite team. 
So we're lucky to be getting music like releases weekly at all. So I'm not like I would love for Epic to like make a short run of more instruments just to get them out there, but I don't think it's ever gonna happen. I don't think we're getting a rock band title again. Yeah, I kinda regret um getting rid of my old guitars because like uh, my old apartment, me and my roommate, we had like two or three in the closet. We kinda just we moved out, we kinda just left them there and now they're like hella expensive. So especially the dongles, so oh, I yeah. kind of really regret leaving them. Yeah, especially if they were three sixty ones. Speaking of spaghetti, the first one on my list is Evolve. Do you guys remember that piece of shit? Yeah, I was alright. The one with like it was like five players and one player played a monster. Yeah, yeah. Four people were hunters and one was a monster. I remember I, mean, I never played it, but I never I remember I remember when it was released. Evolve crawled so that Dead by Daylight could walk, if we're really gonna be honest with ourselves. Basically. Basically. The so yeah, Evolve when it I, I pre-ordered that basically like as soon as it was announced. I, I forget it was such a long time ago, but I pre-ordered it and I remember like day one there was a lot of paid DLC and I mean you didn't really get anything for free. But yeah, at, at first the game was pretty alright because like what different hunters had um different classes and different play styles. Like there was there was the uh the trapper who was meant to like I guess keep the monster still or or, uh, or keep them from running away. There was, like, the main damage dealer, I forget what they were called, and then there was, like, a healer and stuff like that. And and then the monster would just, or I guess the hunters would, would track down the monster based on, like, their, like, footprints, or if there were, like, bodies of animals they'd eaten, and, like, the monster would just go around the map and, like, eat things to grow and then gain powers and shit like that. And basically just try to uh, overpower the humans uh, over time, but... And, and, yeah, on paper, it's a sweet concept, and if, and if when it's when it was done right, like when both sides were equally matched, it was awesome. But oftentimes it'd be either the, the monster would get cornered entirely too early by the hunters somehow, and they would just completely fucking puppy guard the, the monster from getting what it needs to, to evolve, you know, the namesake of the goddamn game. They would just, they would puppy guard all of the different little, little points where you could eat monster or not monsters or animals and keep her from leveling up and everything. And then at times it would be the monster would just be like across the map and it would just become way too powerful way too quickly. And then the, the hunters don't stand a chance. And, and, and on top of that too, there was just, there was just way too fucking much paid DLC for, for a game that you already paid like full price for full price of 60 bucks. They, they had all sorts of different like unlockable hunters that, you had to pay for and different maps you had to pay for different like monsters you had to pay for and unless you pre-ordered the game you only had maybe like two monsters because the other ones you had to pay like real ass money for i remember that uh, i never played it but i remember people were like yeah it's boring already because we figured out how to kill the monster mm. in like three seconds yeah it, it's so it dumb. sounds to me like they were going for like the league of legends model which was really successful at the time and still is currently really successful and what's what, what's really stupid too is eventually they went free to play, basically probably to try to get people to buy to buy more DLC. They they went free to play, and even still their their player base just kept dwindling down more and more. I think by by then like Dead Dead by Daylight and the Friday Thirteenth game was out already, so people already moved on to like more interesting properties. Yeah, and and fucking Overwatch came out maybe like a year after that as well too. That that really stuck the nail in the coffin for it. Eventually the. Uh, 
eventually they just closed down the servers and then that was it and that's evolve it's just now you can you can buy a copy of the game that's totally useless like like battleborn you can buy a copy of that game for like one dollar because it's worthless and nobody wants to rip evolve <laughs> i guess it's my turn yep i don't know if anyone remembers this uh the bionic commando reboot in like 2009 yeah on the 360 i think so yeah at the time, Capcom was like trying to reboot a lot of series, and they made this. They made, they remade the original Bionic Commando called um, Rearmed, and it was awesome. And they did it to hype up the remake or the reboot, which wasn't as awesome. You no, know, in 2009, they had like the, you know, the brooding big guy stereotype. It was pretty much that. Only he had a hook for an arm, like a slingshot for an arm, a grappling hook, rather. And it was uh, it was pretty generic. It has a it has, it has a big following right now, but you could he has a swinging mechanic, which is the whole point of Bionic Commando. He has a hook and he can swing around, but they limited it so much to where like invisible walls around. So if you if you flung through them, you just die. And it was really unfortunate because when you're able to freely um, swing around, it was really fucking fun. But a lot of times you'd swing. You swing too far, and it's like you're gone too far. If you don't go back in like the next three seconds, you're dead, and you're just dead. And the combat itself was think of Spider Man, kind of you just kind of you know, in like Spider Man games, you you just you uh, fling the web and you fly and you jump off enemies and stuff like that. It did stuff like that. I mean, the combat was just okay, but the game itself, like the mechanic itself of the flinging around and everything, was just it was just. Uh, poorly implemented and poorly designed. Like it should have been more open, but instead it was just very linear and it, to the point where it just really hurt the game of what could otherwise been a a fun little game. And plus the story was just stupid. But that's besides the point. Nomad Hazard, which is a good game. You guys, should, I guess you, I guess you guys don't know Hazard, but like it's it's a good game. So it's just a a fucking parody game. It's not as funny as it is as it used to be, but. Because a lot of it is uh, poking fun at how the, it's it's eat lead Matt, the return of Matt Hazard. A lot of it's making fun of kind of like how video game. Just looking at the box art, you can tell. Yeah, dude. It's a very silly fucking video game. Was that the one of Will Arnett? I have no idea. <laughs> I just remember that I like I enjoyed the game. Looking it up right now. I hope Will Arnett is in this because that seems like a pretty Will yes. Arnett thing. He- the Return of Matt Hazard. That's one for Will Arnett. He's voices um, Matt Hazard. I played that back in the day. Has Will ha- um, Will Arnett and oh yeah, has um, Neil Patrick Harris. Oh dude, the dream team. Holy fucking shit, those are my boys. <laughs> I can see it now. I'm looking at the box art and I'm I can I can picture Will Will Arnett's gruff like gristly voice <laughs> from the Reese's commercials. Dude, oh my god. Speaking of Reese's, Nave. Reese's right here, next to me. Smush one through the camera for me, please. <laughs> I guess so. Wait, did you say did you say Reese's or Reese's? Reese's. Good, Tony. Do you say Reese's or Reese's? Reese's. Well, the pro- here's the problem. Okay, I when I say Reese's, and then if it's Reese's Reese's pieces, I say Reese's pieces. No, because it. I don't know why, but I've always done that. I. No, <laughs> no, they're Reese's Pieces. I know. I, I just said the, I don't know This why. is a Reese's Pieces I home. say Reese's. <laughs> <laughs> and then Reese's I say Pieces. I Reese's Pieces. I don't say Reese's. It seems more I fun. Don't think, 
What's your what's your next pick? Let's get away from this before I become hostile. My next pick made me hostile, and it was uh, Mass Effect Andromeda. This was the last video game Ooh. that I pre-ordered on pure blind faith, and now I'm one of the most anti-pre-order motherfuckers that you'll ever see online. Always wait, everyone. Wait for the reviews. Wait for wait for the the everything the smoke to settle, because this game physically wounded me. To the point where I took I, I took like two or three days off work because I I wanted <laughs> to play this game and no life it and I took an extra day off of work because I was so upset about it because Mass Effect was so <laughs> important to me and I couldn't believe it just seemed like such a slam dunk I couldn't believe how terrible this fucking game was and the the slap in the face that EA just kind of was like okay we're done it, like this is the it's it's uh. No, no sunk cost fallacy here. We're fucking done with this shit. There seems to be a lot of people who enjoy this game nowadays, and that's fine and all. But this game really suffered from modern AAA game design. And it was indicative of what was to come from Bioware and EA and Ubisoft and all of these things. It's this soulless husk of... of uh, devoid creative devoid of all creativity style of fucking gameplay of open world gameplay they want money they want it's money give it's the it's a give me give me more money here's an ip that you recognize uh move and i really i don't know i i just don't trust bioware anymore there were many there were three studios that could never do wrong bungie bioware and bethesda and two of them have fucking scorned me. One of them has mostly scorned me. With Destiny 1 and Destiny 2, when they both first released, I was very fucking upset at those. And those ended up becoming, you know, great at the end. But right Mass Effect never became anything. And this new one, I have absolutely no fucking faith. No faith. I like the idea of a, of a, of a heartbroken knave just curled up in a ball in his bed. Because of Mass Effect Andromeda, just like love hurts, <laughs> <laughs> love scars. <laughs> I, I feel that though, because yeah, I, I played the, the one through three Mass Effect, and they were so fucking good. And then I I had plans to buy Andromeda, but then it came out and it tanked. I remember seeing a bunch of videos about all the goofy like animation, yeah, like character animations and shit, because like they would like their hips would move separately from their torsos, and it like looked like they're the fucking the the big robot thing from RoboCop, I forget what it's called, like just servos, like zoot, 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 and just the weirdest fucking shit. What happened, Mass Effect? One of the first lines of the game is, my face is tired. And that just became a fucking meme immediately because she looked so fucking stupid while she was, like the whole aesthetic of everyone's faces were just so off. They had to patch their eye, they had to patch their eyelids and the size of their of their pupils and shit because they all looked like they were fucking they all looked like they were coked up and like the way that everyone's idle animation like i remember when i when i i remember my game was downloading and i had already seen the gif of of rider on the ground right at the beginning when you first wake up and she's just like ah oh, ah just looking around over and over again and i'm like <laughs> this is what I'm downloading. Huh? Like, I'm sure this is just a bug. This is, there's no way, but it's absolutely in the game, and and it's still it's currently awful. right now in tw in the year of our Lord 2023 in Mass Effect Andromeda. 
And so I it, it's it's a it's a I understand what happened because they tried to make No Man's Sky ish kind of like procedurally generated worlds, kind of like what it sounds like. Uh, what is that game? Stardew or whatever the fuck Bethesda's making right now. They what they're trying to do. But and, and like halfway through development, they gave up on that shit. But this was not the first time Bioware had scorned me, and I'm sure, and it definitely wasn't the last. Hashtag I remember <laughs> Anthem. <laughs> they made Anthem. I didn't. I never knew that. Hell yeah, they made it. I think I just never cared enough about Anthem to look at it. So, God, those trailers made it look so fucking hype, dude. And then, and then now it's it's permanently in the bargain bin for five dollars. Like they they can't give that shit away. <laughs> God, that sucks. Well, speaking of bargain bin, my next pick was Fallout seventy six, and I mean. It's it's good. It's all right now. I, I I still haven't played it because I'm not a big MMO guy. But when this, I I loved. I never played the the first few Fallout's because uh, I didn't have a fucking PC because I was a little Nobody fucking did. kid. But uh, I loved Fallout. I loved Fallout Three and New Vegas, and I didn't really care about Four all that much. But Fallout Seventy Six, it sounded pretty cool, like like the setting and everything like that. And then they they said it was going to be an MMORPG, and I immediately lost interest because I don't care about MMOs. I just experience where I go around potentially can murder any NPC I come across or talk them into giving me a gun or talk me into or talk them into maybe giving me some money or like their daughter or like their house or something or picking their pockets. Dude, that's just give me a traditional fucking fallout experience, man. I don't want no I don't want to play with other people and compete to see who has the 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 biggest, coolest plasma plasma gun dick or whatever. I I just I don't do MMOs, man. I don't know what it is, but I still haven't played Fallout 76. I'm sure it's great now, but I ain't doing it. Fuck off. <laughs> yeah, I mean I haven't either. So I played it, but then someone started following me, so I just quit. <laughs> like literally, someone just I someone just started. started I was walking around, and someone started following me. Not the, I don't know if they're trying to help me or they were chasing me. I just ran. <laughs> And I got scared, so I closed the fucking game. <laughs> You're just frantically hitting the escape button, like, yeah, I was just like, I don't get know out. what you want. I don't house. want it. The wilderness and RuneScape. I don't like, I don't Holy like competition, shit. so. Unless, unless it's with Vats, so you can, like, stop time and, like, blow their head apart. Yeah, like, unless, but, it's, unless it's, you know, with falling in Vegas, I'm fine, but. In an MMO, I don't want to be fucking followed. I'm just trying to figure everything out. No, thank you. And, and Fallout 4 was already overwhelming enough with, like, the base building and then all these different, like, people you could recruit always coming up to you like, hey, like, we got to save this fucking settlement or like, hey, you know, I want to go find my fucking dog again or some shit or like, I, I, I just, I want to I want to play the game at my pace. You son of a bitch. I don't care about any of this other stuff. Just let me wander through this goddamn wasteland. And, and get fucking murdered by scorpions and cockroaches and shit. Let me live my life. A rotten Reese's. Yeah, that <laughs> that kill me for sure. <laughs> fucking re. I don't know who started Reese's, but like, I, I guess that's fine. But like, you would never pronounce the word pieces like pieces. Whoever whoever started that, you're wrong. It's pieces. It's clearly spelled pieces. <laughs> There's one e at the end. Don't do it again. Cause I'll find you. I think I'm Who's like, next? <laughs> uh, okay. 
Let me jump up a bit. Ghostwire Tokyo. Oh, that is Damn. the most next gen looking next gen game I played when I first played it. Because when I first got my PS5, it was just that robot game and whatever fucking free games I got from the um, PlayStation Plus that were PS5 compatible or PS5 uh, enhanced. And so, you know, I heard bad things about it, but I was like, I was like, you know, I really liked the Evil Within and the Evil Within too. I'm like, okay, you know, it can't be that bad. And it's not, it's not bad. It's just mediocre. Like it looks great. The hand animations is great. The environment's great. It's just, it's the worst kind of open world where at one point, you know, these, these gates you have to, these gates you have to open in a sense that you have to free them. I, I can't remember the fucking, I can't remember what they fucking call it. Exactly. Like exercise? Of, or like... they, they have a term for it. I'm fucking stupid right now. I can't, re- I can't think of what it is, what you had to do, but you had to, I guess, there's these, there's these gates around you have to kind of like towers in Ubisoft games, kind of like that. You go to them and then the first two is fine. There's like four or five around. And at one point it's like, okay, here's 16. And you get to watch like a minute as like 16 of them pop on your map everywhere. And then there's like, mm-hmm. um, little quests you go on these, like, these like cats. They're like, okay, you know, do these quests for me and you do these quests, but there's like 15 of them scatter around this giant map and there's these spirits you have to, um, capture to gain experience and level everything up, but only just like a couple thousand of them, you get to fucking run around the city to get. And it's, it was just such a disappointment because even with evil within two had an open world and it was done really well. Cause it was more condensed and it was done so fucking well. I was like, okay, if they had just cut all of this in half and had a more condensed environment, it would have been a lot better. And plus, the last two acts of the game are a half hour combined. So there's only like five chapters, I think, or six chapters. The last two take like 15 minutes each to complete. So it's just it was just such a letdown. And plus, you know, the combat became very repetitive. And, you know, it's not the follow-up of uh, Evil Within that I wanted. Is that uh, first person it was, um, or it was third first person? person? And it was done like I said, it's like the aesthetics, the environments, the graphics, and everything like that is done really well. It's just they stuck. It's like a Japanese developer looked at a Ubisoft game, like the worst possible kind of open world environment game, and just said, "Okay, let's copy that," and they copied it, and it just it just did not work. It was just so, and I platinumed it because I hate myself, but. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah massively disappointing was the uh just like bland and and it more empty, empty than anything it looks really really nice and there's a few moments there's some quests you go on that are pretty cool but it just all gets recycled in a sense that there's really nothing after, after the first couple of hours there's really nothing else besides beating the game and the game's also i think it's also fairly short and like i said the last like two chapters are not even a half hour long like combined so you can just rush through it and just finish that shit in no time. And you're like, it's over. But I mean, the story's not that great either. But like I said, it's just very disappointing from the... like the Evil Within games are great. This was not. And this was almost an Evil Within 3. So I'm kind of glad that it wasn't because I'll just be mad. 
And the screenshots that I'm seeing do look really cool because everything is just super neon or like some of the enemies look kind of look kind of gnarly. Like yeah, the barbie, it's, it's a lot of this comes from like the Japanese folklore and it's really cool at first. Then you just see the same like six or seven enemies the entire for the rest of the game. That sucks. I don't know. I'll 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 know when it releases sometime this year on Xbox. I mean, I still haven't played Deathloop, so I mean, I don't. Maybe I won't play it this year. Well, fuck, man. What do you got next, Nave? Let's see. I guess I'm just gonna continue shitting on Bethesda for a little while. Uh, well, no, never mind. Let's let's let's. I'm gonna kick flip back to Bioware. Fuck Bioware. Dragon Age Two. Holy balls! This game really fucking stabbed right into my rib cage, right into my lungs. I had to get a an air pump for a fucking football. I had to fix myself up so that I can recover from what the what. The travesty that what so Dragon Age Origins is one of the best Western RPGs that have ever been made, and I know a lot of people. That's 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 uh, I don't know. That might be a hot take, but I'm pretty sure that there's a lot of people that are there with me. Dragon Age Origins is something that can be replayed in in so many different varied ways, and it could be broken in so many awesome ways. And that's exactly why a lot of people play Western RPGs to begin with is to fucking break them. That's why Skyrim is one of the most popular games, and why Oblivion was blowing the fucking ch- uh, sales charts and everything. And Dragon Age Origins or Dragon Age Two is just Dynasty Warriors with a conversation system. Right and you in 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 sex scenes. That's it. Yep. They that. really emphasize the action combat, and the combat is you know it's more intense, I guess, than Dragon Age Origins. But this was the first strike against Bioware that I felt in my heart. The second one, you know, Mass Effect Three, and then you know Mass Effect Andromeda, Dragon Age Inquisition. I have no idea how the fuck. That there's Game of the Year editions. Who the fuck's giving Dragon Age Inquisition Game of the Year? <laughs> Seriously, they need to look. They need to look at themselves in the mirror. Yeah, it was all right. It was really all right. Reevaluate yourself. I get what you're saying too, because I I only played and and beat Dragon Age two because it had such easy fucking achievements. Yeah. Because back in the day, I was a big old achievement hoe as well. And it's it's so dramatically different from Dragon Age because Dragon Age Origins is almost like a, like an XCOM kind of thing. It's like a, like a turn based strategy almost. But then yeah, then fucking like you said, fucking Dynasty Warriors. And the thing but, is what? that Dragon Age Origins was more of a critical success than Mass Effect. I mean, Dragon Age Origins. What am I saying? Mass Effect was more of a critical success than Dragon Age. Right? Dragon Age Two took a lot of pointers from Mass Effect Three which I think came out after this, but it, they were really trying to push the action as much as they could. And what they were doing was really just homogenizing these two very distinct and unique uh, experiences. And while they were doing that, simultaneously watering down the exper- the role-playing experience of Dragon Age. If they were going to make an action, if they were going to have these two games and make one an action RPG and make one an RPG, like a hardcore RPG, they it would have been more correct to push Dragon Age further into the hardcore RPG and push Mass Effect into the action RPG with the guns and explosions and telekinesis and fucking alien bitches. And it's like, why did Dragon Age 2 had to suffer as well? And if, of course it's money. It's EA, it's, so it's money. But I don't know. It's so frustrating to me. I get that, because even even the fucking skill trees in Dragon Age 2 were, were just really, really, really watered down. Because like you said about the about origins there there was a you could customize the absolute piss out of your characters you know one 
you could turn a fucking warrior yeah. into like three different versions of himself or like with other classes. But but in Dragon Age 2, it was just like, you're a mage. Now you're a fire mage and that's it. And then and even the characters were like all right as well too. But yeah, Dragon Age 2 was a big pile of shit. I've never, I avoided that one because I've heard so much negativity around it. I played the first one, but the first thing, the way I remember the first one was when uh, they started really start to exploit the DLC and you would talk to like a NPC and it's like, please, you know, help my daughter, save my daughter from this demon. And then it's like, you're like, okay. And it brings you to a fucking store page to buy the DLC. And it was just kind of funny to me. I didn't know they did that with the first game. That's nuts. Yeah, it was. Yeah, I swear to God, I talked to some guy. He's like, well, save my daughter. I'm like, okay. Oh, but by the way, it's like it costs twenty dollars. I'm like, no, no, thank you. <laughs> Your daughter's stuck in that cave. Sorry. Yeah, I don't remember that at all. But I mean, I would have bought the DLC right away, so I guess that's why I wouldn't remember it if that's the case. Dude, I, I'm I'm one of those poor saps that bought into the Game of the Year edition for uh, Dragon Age Inquisition because it came with this sweet like skeletal horse and like this. This throne made out of bones and shit like that, and it was it looked awesome. But then I played and and I beat Dragon Age Inquisition, and it was you beat it. It was yeah, it, it was all right. How did it? I projectile vomited Family Guy style when I saw they had a Game <laughs> of the Year edition releasing. I was like, in fucking what parallel universe do I need to atomic bomb? Like like what fucking horrible place did that did that I, version spawn from? <laughs> I, I mostly only beat it because I spent, I think it was like, it was on sale for like 50 bucks because normally it was some ridiculous amount and I like I, I bought like this super special edition of it because I thought like if it's game of the year it's got to be fucking good because I also had the game of the year edition for Fallout New Vegas and then, yeah. and then I bought it and I played it and I was like well this is okay maybe it gets better toward the end and then <laughs> Dude, that didn't. was my experience with it too it was <laughs> like there's no way it can be shit the whole time like there's gotta be one character that doesn't suck right and then no the dwarf is cool I guess the dwarf with the crossbow right, just give me a like one minute I gotta handle something I'm sorry. Right, we're yeah, gonna fucking good. bitch about this game a little bit more I guess <laughs> right, go right um, ahead. oh man Dragon Age Inquisition what can I say that dude i got i remember the specific moment where i got to like the third biome that game has has hubs but they're giant hubs right for the listener and because you already obviously know so i remember i got to that third hub it's like a desert area and this giant empty world with a bunch of fucking with a bunch of uh icons and stuff and i'm like no 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 i'm not doing this and so i go back to the castle and I'm like, hey, can I, like, do the story, the shit that I want to do? Like, I want to see the, I want to experience that. And the game's like, no, you go out there and you get 3,000 power points. And you don't come back till you get those 3,000 power points. You better do those fetch quests. I'm like, why? Oh my God, I would be, right. I would be playing World of Warcraft if this is what I wanted to do. I wanted to bring someone 13 goblins foreskins. And I don't want to do that. Like, that's not what Dragon Age is. And like none, like all of these like meaningless side content, uh, side quests, they're not side quests if you have to do them. Like, I I can't stress that enough. And I a lot of games have moved away from this kind of content, but there are still a few out there where it's like, yeah, we have this you know content that you don't have to do. That just means you don't have to do all of it, but you have to do a lot enough. It, it's just all it does is pad the game length and make me angry, specifically me. God damn it! All the character, all like the the party members too, were just 
butt fucking ugly, dude. Yeah, the game didn't look good. Uh, the biggest problem I had with Dragon Age 2 is that every single dungeon was just a copy-paste version of itself. It felt like a roguelike in modern day, you know, <laughs> where everything was just the same dungeon but just moved around a little bit. And that was fine in Oblivion, you know, but this was, like, way after Oblivion. Like, we had figured out open world, right? Or at, this, at least to that point. This was all action combat. I remember the combos being, like, the same fucking thing over yes. and over and over. It'd be, like, the same, like... Five, like four hit combo and then you throw in like your fucking super smash attack like at the end or something stupid like that what is it called the like having a uh, uh there's a phrase for ha like a very early skill set it's usually for fighting games like having a combo that you learn early and that carries you throughout your experience like there's no reason to not use this one combo because it's easy to use and the damage is good enough and that's how that's kind of the thing that you fall into in this game. It's very similar to Dynasty Warriors, which is why I made that comparison, where you have one thing that you can do very easily, and like there's the the ratio to effort to power is like uh, way better than anything more complex, right? Why would you do the fucking the three sixty kickflip Hadouken when you can just go X X A and then kill things a little bit faster? Exactly right. I remember trying to play a, uh, a spellcaster character in that because I think I forget. I think you could switch two other characters in your party. And I remember trying to switch to one of the spellcasters, and it was just so fucking slow, dude. It was molasses slow. It was just. Like, let me fire out this ice blast, and then it was definitely not as fun as, as like, the, the main character I had was the, the double dagger thief kind of dude, and that was just so fast-paced, and then switching to a fucking mage, it was just Terrible. the slowest shit ever. It was like, it was like watching, yeah, Street Fighter 2 in slow motion, they were just like... Mm. Yeah, it's like, it's like one person's playing Street Fighter 2, and on the other side, it's Soul Calibur. <laughs> Yeah, much, much slower Soul Calibur. <laughs> Dude, let, let's bitch about uh, Ubisoft and, and talk about Watch Dogs. Cause... I, I almost picked that one. Well, thank God I picked it because I, I pre-ordered that game like a fucking dum-dum. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> it's like all the all the E3 trailers made it look so cool. They were like, it's photorealistic. Look at the wind blowing off this dude's fucking coat and into these trees. And like, look at the fucking stoplights. You can hack them. You can hack them if you want to. They don't do anything, but you can hack them. And then, and then I remember, uh, I remember I had the, my apartment alone by myself for like a week straight. And I, that's all I did was played watchdogs. I was like, sure. Cause I was in the mindset again, that surely it's got to get better toward the end, but it never did. It was like the gunplay was fucking stupid. The hacking was fucking stupid. Cause it, you could hack people's phones and be like, his name's fucking Heathcliff Monroe. And he's a fucking banker at so-and-so bank and his he's a scorpio and he really likes you who and anything you could hack was just it, it you didn't need to like unless you were doing a mission the hacking literally did not matter like sure you could hack an atm and steal like fucking 14 dollars but who cares <laughs> it literally didn't matter I just, just police chases and you could just hide under a bridge and it couldn't find you Oh yeah, 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 yeah. The, the police were uh, the AI, and that's a demic of those games, I think. Because that there is, I remember there's a Grand Theft Auto Four achievement for being wanted for so long, and you just hide underneath, you hide, go into the train track tunnel, and just stand there for a while, and just and you get the achievement for free. Yeah, but I mean, this was way worse to the point where like the police actively saw you; they just, they just couldn't get you for some reason. And you just literally stand under a bridge, and they're just standing there, 
until the Avengers just go away. The AI was yeah, super fucking stupid. The same thing happened in in Watchdogs too, which was a lot better, but it had the same thing where you get you get a big police chase, just jump on the boat and go under the bridge, and they can't <laughs> get you because reasons. Yeah, dude, the the bridge trolls are are, are uh, keeping them out. <laughs> All them trolls taxes are too damn high. Oh, fuck the always sunny uh, uh troll toll to- troll. Uh, the bull- uh, the boy's soul. <laughs> Dude, are you whole or soul? <laughs> I'm, glad, I'm glad you understood the reference. Nave, do you watch It's Always Sunny? I've seen like four episodes. And I understand that it's really good. Everyone's like, skip the first season until Danny DeVito gets there. And I'm like, I think the first no, season's the first good. Season... <laughs> it is good. The one where they go to the Woman's March. Holy shit. It's, it's, it's a really <laughs> fucking funny episode. It's something that I need to watch, but I just don't watch TV like at all. Oh, I think I watch TV a little too much, so same, same. I I I tend to watch like the same things over and over. I guess sometimes it's the point where I have like six shows watching it. I have to watch at the same time, but then I forget, and then it's like three seasons later, and I'm like, oh, <laughs> I think I'm the same way. I think the the watchdog pick is interesting because this was probably a lot of people's first foray into fuck Ubisoft's open world games because they're all the same, and I had already been there. I had already been there in the 360 generation. I had already started writing off Ubisoft games. I was like, I don't have the time for this. I want to play something that I can get some actual, like, meaningful content out of in a respectable amount of time. And whenever I did get Watch Dogs, I got it, like, maybe a year later. And I actually enjoyed the game a whole lot, but I probably played maybe eight or nine missions of the story. And then the rest of, like, the eight hours I played the game, I played only online. And that game has an online multiplayer mode. Did you guys ever play that? Because, oh, that actually was yes, kind of cool. It, I did like that actually. That's the one where like you could like uh, like hackers would invade your game and you had to find you them. Right? Yeah, them. just hide and see. You don't fight them. You you steal money from them. So it's yep. not like Dark Souls where you have to kill each other. It's like you are hiding. It's hide and seek. Yeah, basically. it's so funny. It was so cool. You could hide yeah, in I like. Think I, did it. I did it a few times. It was it was pretty cool. I think. Yeah. Uh, I spent more time playing Watch Dogs too. I fucking loved Watch Dogs too. I, that, that, that had the same kind of thing. You you like chasing down and shit. It was really cool. Yeah, and, it, it, um, and in in the first Watch Dogs, it was like like a hot and cold kind of thing too. Like if you're yeah. getting closer to them, you, you could you could tell. But like if you hid in just the weirdest fucking spots, <laughs> they could never find you. Like I would always hide in uh, what the fuck? There there was there was this one time I was hiding in a shipyard, and of course there's just like this maze of fucking cargo containers or whatever, and I would just find the dumbest fucking spot. I wouldn't hide in the containers or on the containers. I would be on this little like dock, like kind of on the side below, and I'd just be fucking chilling there. And I still have an Xbox mm-hmm. clip because you could hack open garage doors and like be in the garage. And I have a clip where I was standing in the corner facing the corner and a dude ran in, looked around the room and then ran out the fucking garage. He didn't see me standing there like with my back to him. And it's just so funny. There, were, I actually made a friend on Xbox and uh, who I played Halo with for a little while, uh, Halo 5. And uh, I, I met him in Watch Dogs because I was in a car driving towards it. Because sometimes I would just do it and not hack them. I would just stalk them for a while, right? I would just fuck or fuck with them. Uh, so I was in a car and I was driving behind him and he was running on the side of the street and he turns around and I rear in the car in front of me and he's just like staring and I see him just looking right at me. 
And he's like, okay, whatever. And he starts walking off, and I start driving around him, and then he turns around again, and I just, I stop in the middle of the intersection, and he just starts shooting my car up with an assault rifle, and I'm like, oh, fuck, I'm dead. And he sent me a message, he's just like, that was the, probably the funniest thing I've ever seen. Because <laughs> I was like, what is happening over there? Fuck, man, that was good stuff. That was, that was the one good part about Watch Dogs. The main character was such a piece of shit, too. I, I don't remember what the hell happened in the story, but, like, there was one one part like his where... Niece got, or his nephew or niece got kidnapped. Yeah. Like, there was one part where he was talking to, like, his... Very, it was really, like, basic. It really was. Like, it was just, come get your kid and bring us money. There were so many scenes where he'd be, like, talking to his sister, like, about her kid or whatever, and he was just, like, the biggest dickhole ever. He'd be like, hey, fuck you, like... I'll get this fucking kid on my own time. Like, I'll, I'll fucking do it or whatever. Like, he's just a, a big douchebag. It's unacceptable because Grand Theft Auto 4 existed at that point. So there was already a fucking structure they could have followed. I mean, didn't Grand Theft Auto 5 exist at that point too? Uh, yes. That's... Yeah, because th- Grand Theft Auto 5 was 360 and Watch Dogs released on Xbox One also. So, yeah, it had to have been yeah. after GTA 5. I think maybe a couple months or Ooh, yeah, 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 yeah. GTA Five came before Watch Dogs. Yeah, GTA Five came out like a year before the PS or in uh, one launched. That's exactly it. What's what's your next one, Tony? Since we're talking about disappointing open world games, Mafia Three. Oh, I... Ubisoft again strikes me. It's not Ubisoft though. It's like Two K. Oh, is it Two K? Oh yeah, yeah, it is Two K. Yeah, I couldn't is, though, tell. It's like the same kind of fucking game. It, it really is, and I had uh, I went in it knowing that, but my better judgment. It has a really good story. The story's really good. The setting's really good. It's like in the seventies. Yeah. And the gameplay, the the gun, the the the, the mechanics, the fight, the shooting your gun and shit feels really fucking good. Like it's just bloated mm. to the maximum. Like I think I'm like twenty something hours into this game and. It's just not ending, and I don't know where to go because the map's so confusing sometimes. I have no fucking clue what I'm supposed to do. Like, I thought there was um a few things that I thought were DLC chapters or main chapters. It's, it's just, it's so directionless, and it's just, the game loops the same fucking three, four, four missions. And I don't have much to say about it other than it's boring and disappointing even though the soundtrack is fucking fire because it's just a bunch of those 60s and 70s and it has like Rolling Stones and shit like that. That's it's cool. Just, everything about it is good except the actual game itself. <laughs> yeah, you weren't you stepped away while we were talking about Inquisition, but that game also suffers from the uh, the fetal alcohol syndrome, which is side content that isn't, isn't actually side content. It's actually main content. But uh, yeah, that game makes you have to fucking go around and do all the dumb busy work just so that you can proceed with some of the missions. And that's where I stopped. I don't... I I really loved the main character. And I know there's like a side quest where you get to fight the, the Ku Klux Klan. I'm like, that's fucking awesome. I want to see what that shit's about. But I never got to see it because I just got so bored out of my gourd. There's one thing where there's like a... I think of a cult. Like you're investigating a cult or something because you find this one girl and she's part of her cult and you end up in his like priest friend where I want one to protect her. And you get these, you know, at first it's like these like Charles Man- Manson type people chasing you with knives and shit. And all of a sudden, it's just your basic enemies. Like the, all of a sudden it's like the hillbilly and the mafia, and the mafia type guy 
all of a sudden shooting at you in the middle of this cult church. I'm just like, what the fuck? Like, it, it makes no sense to what's going on. It's just, like I said, it's just messy. Especially after Mafia, the original Mafia, which is a fucking masterpiece. And the new ma- in the remastered Mafia is a masterpiece, except for that racing ma- match. It's like, that's the worst fucking level of the whole, of the whole franchise. The racing part in Mafia 1 is the worst mission, but... Is it still bad in the, in the oh, remake? Oh, it's, it's fucking worse. It's, it's somehow worse, because it looks so good, you would expect it to feel better, but it doesn't. I've been wanting to get the remakes. I have the original, That's but it's so just... I don't feel like dealing with the... I don't feel like dealing with 2001 mechanics right now, so... Whenever you... You're gonna love playing it, because they, they remade all the models and stuff, and there's they're like... They mo-capped the actors' faces and everything, and... It's it, it it hits so much harder, the ending of that game. Even though I knew what was happening and knew what was going to happen, I was like, on, I was in the fetal position on my living room floor. It's your next one, Nave. I'm going to go for a game that tried to shoot for the moon. I get it. That was a terrible analogy. I'm talking about Tony Ox Pro Skater HD. Well, that basically did. That basically did shoot for the moon. It's trying to bring back a very beloved franchise. Well, no. That, I think you're thinking about Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 1 and 2, which I, I don't... Oh, you're talking about the what? You're talking about the, you're talking about the remaster before the remaster. Oh yeah, the first attempt by Robo. What is it, Robo Moto? The guys who are dead now. Fucking press S to spit. Fuck those guys. They ruined my baby. They they're the ones who made Tony Hawk's Pro Skater Five, and this was the thing that they did before. Tony Hawk's Pro Skater HD was a recreation of the first three games, a couple of their levels, and a couple of the songs from each game, and that's it. But they didn't have the physics of the original games. And so everything felt wrong. Everything felt off. But the maps felt like they were scaled correctly. So nothing felt good. Like in any sense of the word for anyone who was familiar with the original Tony Hawk games. I, Whenever I remember this game, this is like the third game I came to my mind. Because I, was, I almost broke a controller over it because I was getting so frustrated. Because at first I was like... How could my skills have deteriorated this badly? But then I went over to a friend's house and played Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 3, and I fucking shredded. I was killing. And so I was like, okay, so it's not me. It's this ball sack game. And that was back before I was, like, perpetually online. So it's like I had no real reason. I had no real, like, basis to understand why I was so upset at this game. Tony Hawk's Pro Skater HD deserved the death that it got. And they didn't. They they shouldn't have been allowed to make Pro Skater Five, and they basically put the death nail in the franchise. And whenever Tony Hawk's Pro Skater One and Two, the newest edition of it, uh, uh, came out, that was such an amazing breath of fresh air that I was so afraid for that I didn't pre-order. I just kind of waited on it for a while, and it. I and I was so happy that I, that maybe this franchise would get life breathed it back into it. But then. The bit, but then Vicarious Visions got folded into the fucking into Blizzard to help with Diablo, and Pro Skater two, uh, three, and four got canceled. So now I'm back to being the cynical, angry, grumpy gamer that I've been known to be. Damn it! That's I had no idea that was even a thing. Was that on the uh, Xbox One and all that shit, or was that on the 360? It was a 360 game, and it uh, also didn't even have a thousand gamer score. The sons of bitches. At two hundred or four hundred, something like that. Oh yeah, that sounds right for those like smaller titles. Yeah. Well, uh, speaking of fuck, I don't have a good segue for this one. Uh, f- speaking of smelly shit, 
Uh, it's Star Wars Battlefront 2, or no, Battlefront, no, whatever, Battlefront 2, I, I forgot to write down which one exactly, but 2, I think, was the one where they, like, they overdid the fucking microtransactions, I believe, because, like, all of the coolest characters were locked behind a fucking paywall, and, and the, I mean, the, they weren't exactly all that much, but it was still... Well, because you had to roll numerous fucking loot chests in order to get any semblance of a cool character or, like, cool anything. Give me the old Battlefront with, like, the third-person-over-the-shoulder view with the droidicas and rolling around and yeah. force field and shooting and shit. But the first new Battlefront wasn't bad. The, the second one was just the one that was really fucking stupid because, yeah, they, they overtaxed the fuck out of that goddamn thing. And it was it was really, 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 really paid to win. God damn it. Do you fuck that game? What was really interesting about that was that it got the government involved with loot boxes for like for the first time ever. And it was like it was the Hawaiian government, I believe. I, I don't remember exactly what was going on, but I remember whenever I saw the video, I was I was working at Sonic as a cook at the time. And I remember watching it on my phone in the freezer, because that's where I hid from my manager. And as soon as I watched that the whole kind of press conference thing that was happening. I felt compelled to make a YouTube video. So that's one of my few YouTube videos that aren't walkthrough related or League of Legends related was memeing on this press conference. You guys want to watch it real quick? It's only like 30 seconds long. Okay. Before, I mean... dude. Here, I'll throw it in the I'll throw in this general chat and then we can just mute. We can just remove right. this part and you guys could be like, ha 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 ha. That was so funny. <laughs> You'll never know what we were talking about. You fuck you 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 YouTube pooped that fucking dude. Yeah, did YouTube poop him? <laughs> I don't know if he knew if he said that on purpose, but the funny thing was, is I was looking everywhere for anyone who realized that he said it's a trap, and I saw no one say it. So I was like, I need to make the YouTube video. He has he had to have that had to have been whoever whoever wrote the speech for him because obviously he didn't write it because they never fucking write yeah. down shit. So whoever wrote that, they knew what they were doing. I, I choose to believe There's it. No I choose way. to believe somebody snuck it in there. Like, I'm not even a Star Wars fan, and I'd know... Yeah, <laughs> same! That, it, that, was, that, was damn well, that was damn well on purpose. That was, that's a ye old YouTube meme. Or, I mean, just regular meme. I don't know why I said YouTube at the ye, beginning of that. Ye old. <laughs> Holy shit. And by the way, we need to take an ad break. I forgot about this. We need to take an ad break. We'll be right back. Yeah, today's episode is brought to you by. We'll go with burlap sacks. What'd you say? Heinz ketchup and burlap sacks. Dude, that's a good combo right there. You can fill up those sacks with ketchup and then just fucking squish them, and it'll come out of the little little perforations in the bag yeah, and everything. Yeah. That's <laughs> it'll ooze out of the holes. And this episode is brought to you by Ooze. Everybody, Ooze is great. <laughs> you can make yourself like a beanbag chair almost. Why? If the burlap sack's big enough. Yeah, you could. Wait, wait. All all brands of ketchup, honestly, are good. Let's bring in some Hunts. Is Hunts still a thing? Do they still make ketchup? I don't know. I only have. I think so. I think I've only had Heinz ketchup. ketchup. Or like Great Value ketchup. I'm sure that's fine. Dollar Store brand ketchup. Hey, hey, everybody. All all brands of ketchup are good. We don't we don't see brands here in Superpot Saga. You know that Heinz the bake, make baked beans. Yeah. I didn't yeah. know that. I just typed in Heinz and I saw it there, and I was like, "Look at that! You can put baked beans in your burlap sack with the ketchup." Did you know that? Do, you can also put in the in the burlap sack all these games. That's true. Yeah, you fucking could. Please put Battlefield Two, Battlefront Two, 
Yeah, Battlefront 2 in a fucking burlap sack and just beat me over the head with it, please. Did you know that, that people in, uh, in Scandinavia, instead of using, like, tomato sauce and shit like that for their spaghetti, they'll just use ketchup? Isn't that, isn't that fucking, isn't that just a travesty? I mean, really, ketchup is just tomato syrup. Yeah, it's sugary tomato syrup. Like, it's... I mean, in Canada, they have ketchup chips. It's just exactly what you imagine it. <laughs> That'd probably be pretty ketchup good, though. I, I imagine it tastes just like dipping like salty McDonald's French fries into ketchup. That that sounds pretty good. You put ketchup on McDonald's French fries? Yeah, man. Why wouldn't you? What else do you put on them? Fucking uh, formaldehyde or like some embalming fluid? Just how do you think I'm oh, so young still? It's because of all the embalming fluid I eat at McDonald's. Have you seen the videos <laughs> where the McDonald's is there for eight years and it's still totally fine? That shit really does have embalming fluid in it. Dude, I, I wouldn't put it past them because like those those little thin burger patties, I bet it takes, I bet they could last forever. Not even frozen, they could just last forever out there in the open. Like, it, Isn't that, um, wasn't like Super Size Me where like fries in from like four different fast food places and McDonald's is the only one that didn't get moldy? I, I did that shit in like elementary school. We did that science experiment. It was something like that from like Super Size Me, where like he left, they left all the food out from all these different fast food places, and McDonald's is the only one that still looks like it was ready to eat. Did they ever make a second Super Size Me? Because I I I, I volunteers tribute. I'll do it. Dude, that the dude almost died, dude. His liver fuck. That's all I, I remember think, from I the movie. I think they did make a second like one, heaven. but like nobody cared as that. The dude's like his liver was like failing and he gained so much weight and like his kid kidney stones and shit yeah. like that like don't do it <laughs> nave don't do it and we're back <laughs> so can i go a little outside the box yeah go for it you know what's more disappointing than a game that's disappointing a game that it's when a game it gets canceled so my choice is Mega Man Legends 3 because fuck you Capcom for fucking ruining such a good franchise. Oh my god. Yeah, we I I did a yeah, a pretty long rant about this fucking game my not not only did did Nave and I talk and I talk about it on the like, previous episode, but I also talked about it on our canceled games episode. It's a abs it's the big bummer in all of bummer history. Now fifty percent of the episodes I've been on have been have had Mega Man Legends three come up. <laughs> We're hurting, man. You know he's still the on the moon. One, I think the first one didn't the first one come out before um, Orcing of Time. I think Ocarina of Time it was, was like launch. So. Did that not launch on the N sixty four? I was a baby back then. No, so I have no that's, idea. that's Mario sixty four oh, launching on the. Yeah, 64. I was thinking of Mario sixty four. Um, of Time was like four years later. <laughs> Let me see. I think I think I looked up one time and it was like this came out. Ooh, Legends Legends months, came like, one year first, one year before. Yeah, and people gave Legends shit saying, "Oh, it's it's terrible. It's a poor conversion." You know, why is Mega Man 3D? And it was actually really fucking good. Yeah. Working at time comes out a year later. I mean, I I fucking love the game. I'm a Zelda fan, but still, like, oh, and they they it gets nothing but praise. But I'm like Mega Man Legends, man. It still looks great to this day. I'm like. Working at a time at N64 looks like shit compared in comparison because like mm -hmm. the, the flat 3D cell shading on Legends looks awesome. And all they really had to do if they want to re release it is upscale it and modernize the controllers. And damn, bam, there's you know a re-release of Mega Man Legends, but 
they don't care about Mega Man or Mega Man Legends, so it's not going to happen. That's, that's exactly what we said in the last episode, too, because I, I don't see why they couldn't have brought at least Mega Man, Mega Man Legends 1 and 2 to, to modern consoles, and I mean, to, to kind of just gauge interest in, in Legends 3 and then finally make it, but I feel like maybe at, at this point... Gauge interest. And people were furious when they canceled Legends 3, and they're supposed to, wasn't wasn't like a demo for it. They're supposed to read the demo, and they canceled the demo. Yeah, it was supposed to be on the 3DS. The 3DS. Yeah, it was it was yeah, this so close like, to releasing the demo. People were fucking furious, yeah. and so they know they just don't give a fuck. I, I feel like at this point, with how much hype is built up behind it, it probably end up being even more of a bummer once it does come out. Like, it probably just wouldn't live up to the hype because. They probably just don't have like the same magic that they did back in the nineties. Fucking a wall from oh, man. conversation they, because I they remade Resident Evil two and soon four pretty well. So I don't know why they can't do it to fucking Mega Man Legends. I know, dude. I've been a wall from the conversation because I was looking up Nintendo sixty four stuff and I saw a day ago there was a thing that says Navy selects Nintendo sixty four operating system for shipboard computing and I was reading that for a while but and it took me about three paragraphs before i realized i was reading a satire article so i think i'm pretty i think i'm pretty fucking stupid it's like windows xp is getting replaced by the nintendo 64 operating system i'm like what the fuck is going on over the navy what fucking year is that yesterday oh, it's a, it's a, <laughs> oh was it a, was like a the, uh, an onion article yeah it's from the duffel blog which i don't know the duffel blog sounds like a legit source Sorry for derailing the conversation, but I had to share that with someone. You're all good, dude. It's that's all good. Anything to keep us from going blind with rage about our not getting Mega Man Legends three. He's still stuck on the no, fucking Capcom. moon, dude. Moon logic. Fucking Capcom. I know, fucking Capcom, dude. And they skipped Xbox with the with, with the Battle Network collection. Yeah. Well, now I'm angry. Now, thanks hey. for that. Now I get to share in your rage. That's weird. I didn't know they did that. Why did they do no, that? No, I. Uh... I don't know. That's fucking Capcom. It's Mega Man. They probably just forgot. I don't know. Well, all the other Mega Mans are released. God, don't get me started on this. All the other Mega Mans are released on the Xbox, except for that one. And also, the Ace, the newest Ace Attorney trilogy got fucking skipped on Xbox, too. So, I mean, like, oh, yeah. go fuck yourself. Go fuck yourself. What gets me about the, the recent, the, not the recent, but the collections, was on the PS2, I had all the Mega Mans on one disc. And then the re-release for the PS4 and one, they had they they fucking broke up into two fucking discs for no no reason mm. except to get more money from us. That seems like a great reason <laughs> for them. Yeah, for them. Yeah, and they and they did the and same. They, they broke up X, but the, like the second of, of X is like all the worst games from X. So who cares about that? Besides the people. And like for the for the Switch version of the X collection, they had like. The first half was on an actual cartridge, and then the second half was on like a little download code. So like, oh, that's even fucking worse. It's it's so weird, dude. I don't see why they didn't just do like one or the other for both. Like they did it two, on the, two carts. Or... They did that with the Vita, uh, with uh, Final Fantasy X. I remember Final Fantasy X was oh, on said... the cart, and then X two was not on the cart. X two, they did that on the Switch as well with with ten and X two. It, it's and and same with like with Bayonetta really too. Weird at the douche like I that. think it's a limitation of the cartridge, probably. Uh, for the Switch, it's put just put the second other the game Vita, on the cartridge. Maybe that's understandable for the Vita, but for the fucking Switch, uh, no, I don't think so. so. I mean, they don't even have like all of Call of Duty on discs anymore. 
Like the these fucking games That's are getting true. a little silly. <laughs> it's like uh, with PC games, if you buy them, the disc will just have Steam on it, and then there'll be a DLC code on the back of the box. No shit, really. <laughs> Pretty much. I haven't bought a physical game in probably a decade. And like in yeah, general? like legitimately. <laughs> I, I get given... Th- like those, you can see that little... There's like 10 Xbox One games on that thing back there. And then the rest are like PS3, 360 games. But all of those were just given to me. And most of them are games right. I already had digitally. Like Dead Rising 4 and Metal Gear Solid 5 and shit. I already had that. I buy physical, but I buy them when it's like dirt cheap. Mm-hmm. So... Yeah, I know what you mean. I, so it's like a like Ghostwire. I think I got one that Game Fly had for like fifteen bucks. Oh, I'm scared Game of Game Fly though. I'm scared of them. I <laughs> bought one. I bought what was it that I bought from them? I think it was Brink from <laughs> Bethesda. To speak what about dis- think about disappointments. Dude. Brink, dude, the old fart sound yeah. that game was. <laughs> you know what was dude, interesting dude. about about Brink was that. I hyped that game up. There's, uh, not just me, but a bunch of people in my high school were really hyped about it. And so we, I it was Overwatch before Overwatch, basically. Well, it was the, it's like the parkour shit and like all of the objectives. Mm. That Brink is better than Overwatch. I'm just gonna put that out there. Brink is a better game than Overwatch. So, but Brink, like we had literal full lobbies with just people from our high school. Like we and we had Shit. two different party chats going on 360s on, on on the Xbox 360. So we had a blast when we played that for like two weeks, and then we went back to Modern Warfare and Halo Three. But like for the little bit of time that we played Brink, it was really fun. And then I went back with it with like I got like the GameFly copy, and I was like, I remember this game being good. Not only are the servers, you know, no one's playing this fucking game. The game is really not good when you're not in a full party of like <laughs> of your best friends at the time. And Philip, my co-host of Gaming Together, will never let me let it down. Will never let me live it down. The how much I hyped Brink for him. Damn it, dude! I remember just vaguely remembering it has like a, that like a like a weird art style to it. Yeah, it was stylized. Okay. It kind of reminds yeah, me. Yeah, I just of remember a, that, and it was kind of reminds me of how Arcane kind of looks. I don't know if Arcane worked on it because I know it was a Bethesda joint, but I don't know if Arcane was like part of Bethesda at that point, or if they got made or. I never played it. I never played it, but I worked retail at the time, and so I remember seeing the box art. Yeah, uh, it had a really distinct art style compared to because this was again like back when Modern Warfare was like the biggest game ever, and a lot of games mm-hmm. like I think Medal of Honor had come out at that point, which is funny because all of those games are way more competent shooters than Brink was. But I don't know, it was different. That's what I enjoyed yeah. about it. But it was not. I remember cool. one of those games where it came out, it was hyped up, but then it was like twenty dollars in like a month. Brink was that. Yeah, Brink was definitely that. Yeah, I don't remember what we're talking about, but oh yeah, we're talking about Mega Man Legends. So <laughs> yeah. talk about that Oops. Well, Nave, what you got next for us, dude? I guess I snuck Brink in there. I didn't even have that on my list, but I didn't know what made me think about that. Uh, I guess we'll talk about Resident Evil Three Remake. Um. Oh shit! That was actually on my list. So there we go. So that's my yeah, last one. I mean, I guess hot take because a lot of people like that game. Philip, uh, that was one of his first Resident Evil games. Honestly, uh, and what? yeah, the remake. Yeah, he played. Uh, he played five and six, and then this one. So, uh, he hasn't played Resident Evil Two remake or anything. It's six, and he wants to play another Resident Evil game after that. He he does. He wants to play two because he thinks three was amazing. But it's like, well, yeah. I mean, if you hadn't played the original three, and also like, 
even after playing Resident Evil 2, I really think that if RE3 Remake came out before RE2 Remake, it RE3 Remake would be like a better game in my eyes. But the blemishes stick out so much more because of how amazing Resident Evil 2 was, right? For, I'm not saying Remake anymore. If I say RE2 and RE3, I'm talking about the remakes, just for the listeners. But, so, Resident Evil 2 was a fucking masterpiece. Everyone go fucking play that game. But Resident Evil 3 was made by kind of like a B-team. They were using a lot of the same, a lot of similar assets. They were, they had a lot of, like, assistance. It was a uh, a kind of, a, more of a skeleton crew kind of thing while 2 was being refined. 3 never got that kind of polish. It came out only a year later or something like that. Like, it was very, very soon after RE2. I think it was like less. Yeah, I think it was less than a year later. I think it was like eight months. Or yeah, like that. and so so I've been talking a lot of shit about a lot of games. Some games that a lot of people really like. Some people that I like like these games. And so I mean, it's it's okay to like games. This game in particular is good and serviceable. You can play this game and it's totally fine. But in the in the context of playing RE2 remake and then playing RE3, it's noticeable how much of a downgrade it is especially when it comes to the uh the polish there are multiple times in that game where i don't know how much this has been patched or anything i'm talking about day one when i played this there are multiple times in the game where uh, a zombie would be laying on the ground and i'd walk near it and then it would magnetize onto me and immediately knock me over and like and, and so there was that was something that I was constantly struggling with. I have, I think I still like the the uh, Watchdogs clip I was talking about on Xbox. I think I still have a clip of Resident Evil Three where there was a a on a gurney in the hospital area, there was a zombie laying there, and I got ne- near it, like just in the same zip code as this fucking zombie. I wasn't even standing right next to it, and it literally flew across the room like a poltergeist and grabbed me <laughs> and took my ass to the ground. And I, I it's it was little things like that that really kind of cemented my annoyance with the game. It's, and it's that on top of all of the cut content. Because it's, it's not just going to be, yeah, it, like, you know, bugs and stuff. I'm the bug lover. I love fucking goofy things that happen in video games. But the the amount of cut content in this one, I understand because this game was just supposed to go out the door so that it could hype up Resident Evil 2 and the multiverses or whatever. But it, it felt a little inexcusable having some of the choice choices that you get in Resident Evil 3 taken away because that added a lot of replay value to the original game. That and, and that replay value is absolutely absent. Whereas when you go back and play Resident Evil 2 remake, I've probably beaten that game like 17 times. Be Resident Evil 3 remake once and I was like, "Okay, off my hard drive." That's fine. God damn it, that sucks. Yeah, it's unfortunate cuz like the whole point of Resident Evil 3 was one of its main selling points at least an original one was Jill had to make certain choices and that could greatly affect certain aspects of the game. Yeah. And they just kind of like, oh, nope, not anymore. So that 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 alone was the biggest disappointment because that's what really set it apart from the other, from 2, because 2 was the masterpiece of the Resident Evil at the time before 4 came out. So for them to just, what made it stand out from all the other games in the series, just to remove it, as well as certain set pieces that were just completely cut from the game for no real reason. Yeah, I big think. sad. It's, uh, other than to rush it out, because Resident Evil 2 sold gangbusters and they want to make more money. Yeah, that sounds right. and, the, and the reverses thing that I don't even think is still, I don't even think it's out yet, right? Nope. Nope. No, the reverse, I thought 3 had the weird, like, Dungeon Master thing where you had to escape, yeah. the, escape the building or something like Which that, right? Which was fun. 
I, I'm going to go on record and go, that was pretty fucking fun. But it died literally three days later. Literally three days after the game came out, I could not find a fucking match. Like, as the dungeon master. I couldn't find I four that... people. I could get in a game after, like, 20 minutes of waiting with... But, like, when you go into queue, it was the same thing as Evolve, where it's it's 4v1, where the queues are so fucking unbalanced whenever you have, like, teams like that. You know what I mean? I think I played one game, and I had no idea what I was doing, and we all died, and I just said, okay. <laughs> well, it was I fun, because I was, I was the one killing <laughs> you. I was like, good, walk in that room, you sons of bitches, die. Since we're shitting on Capcom right now, where the fuck is, like, a remake of Outbreak? Because right now, oh yeah, would be the perfect time to have an outbreak. Hell, fuck! Outbreak three should have been on the PS3 and the 360 because that's when online actually became a thing. Unlike it being the first, unlike Outbreak being on the fucking PS2, which nobody fucking even realized had a modem. Yeah. Until even if even if you knew how the modem, who the fuck? Even 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 if you knew how the modem. No one's fucking you. No one I know fucking used it. I knew it was there. It's just like okay, I also need a hard drive. No, thank you, because I don't understand that right now. Because consoles don't have hard drives besides the Xbox. Yeah, and that, man, Microsoft was so, future proofing that fucking thing, weren't they? <laughs> oh yeah, they certainly, definitely saw the future with the Xbox because even now it's pretty impressive when you look back at it. Yeah, I and, Re- and and Outbreak Two was the one with the zombie elephants, right? I never played Outbreak or Outbreak Two because they're multiplayer games, and I'm not, I'm not playing a fucking oh, single yeah. player game. I played them single player like a fucking goof, <laughs> and you just had the AI being silly. That's why I, that's why I, I think I love Resident Evil, and I want to play. I've always wanted to play them, but I just I was like, no, I'm not doing that. It's an online thing, and I don't have online, so it's I don't have access. Well. I had like AOL, but like I didn't really have to set up to play online the way you're supposed to. So I just said, "Yeah, they don't exist." Yeah, it, it's silly too because I didn't learn that Outbreak was supposed to be multiplayer until I was in a I was well into my adult years, and I was like, "What?" Oh my, <laughs> you know. And so it would be great to have a even even if you don't like even just a uh, a port of Resident Evil Outbreak and adding multiplayer similar to what they did with Torok Two. I'm never gonna live it down. Torok twos, yeah. um, all multiplayer is really fun. Everybody, but I would love to, or like Mega Mega or not Mega Man, or no, yeah, Mega Man Battle Network Collection is going to have online multiplayer, and so like so into instead of the link cable stuff, boy, ooh, you know this whole this whole style of uh, uh, porting old games and adding online multiplayer components like Goldeneye as well on the Switch. Man, mm-hmm. it, it would be really cool to experience Resident Evil Outbreak too because that's like a modern Resident Evil with tank controls, which is very interesting. Yeah, it's like instead of doing it, instead of doing that weird dungeon master shit, just remake fucking Outbreak. That's all. You don't have to remake it. Just a spiritual successor that's exactly the same, but based in the RE2 engine or something like that. Like, just do it like that. Cause I want to play it, and I can't. Well, I think I think people probably have custom servers now, but I don't want to go through that. Yeah, it's like what people used Fuck to yeah. do the old Battlefront two, the old the original Battlefront two. Not that piece of no, fucking um, shit. But yeah, fuck Capcom for killing Mega Man Legends and for not re-releasing Outbreak. 
Dude, also fuck them for not ever remastering Power Stone 1 and 2. This is a shout out to the previous episode because I really, really want Power Stone 1 and 2 remastered, but they won't fucking do it. Chris from One Hour One Decision just randomly tweeted to remaster Power Stone also, (laughs) and I'm like... Everyone's fucking. He's not. I was like, I hope he didn't listen to that episode because I was shitting on it a little bit. I was like, that game looks ugly, (laughs) disgusting. I was shitting on it. I was just joking mostly. But you're like, past Nave never would have played that fucking game. Absolutely, I've seen that that box. I've seen the 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 game case before. So I absolutely saw it and was like, nah, 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 nah. I got Tony Hawk. I, I everything needs to be realistic. That's what I want. I think it's really weird that they never re released Power Stone. But then again. Just set Radio Futures forever trapped in the Xbox because Sega is pulling a Konami uh, is pulling a Capcom saying fuck you guys we're not reporting. I think anymore. a lot of that stuff has to be legal hell because there's a lot of games that people are trying to get find the the actual rights owners to a lot of different things. I don't remember what's what, but that's that's a serious issue with really old properties like uh, yeah. Just set Radio Future has that soundtrack, but. I mean, yeah, it makes it even more complicated when when licensed music. Or it's a PC without the soundtrack, and we'll add the soundtrack in ourselves. Don't worry about it, Sega. Speaking of bullshit, my last, yeah, no, no, we already did that fucking segue. Whatever. My last pick is Eastward because that game really fucking pissed me off. What? Six Waves from Sunday. Yeah. So it looks so, pretty. That's all I know about oh it. Oh my god, it absolutely is pretty. <laughs> I'm gonna, I gotta, I gotta set my fucking laptop down so I can bitch with two hands here. So, power bitch. Yes. <laughs> power stance bitch. Oh, I saw this on a... This is on a... I was interested in it. Now, if it's that bad, I'm well, not going to. No, uh, yeah. Let, let me state my case with it, though. So, like, so... the Everything, like, it looks beautiful. The pixel art is great. Well, yeah, so, yeah, the pixel art is great. The music is great. The, the characters are great. Kind of. Because the game introduces a lot of small plot points... And then immediately, well, not immediately, but like later on down the road, just pushes them off the table like they don't fucking exist anymore. Like there, there's a lot of cool shit that it seems like the story is gonna build up to toward the end of the game, but then it just ignores them. It's just like, oops, forgot about that. Oh, it's one of those. Yeah, it's like the the ending feels like it was just like rushed just to get to the ending because, like, it's all right. Like it. it I can't say a whole lot without spoiling a bunch, but like, there's like like one part of the game. There's this these two people that you live with. There's like some princess and then her like servant person, and something happens with like this big fan that's supposed to. So, so a recurring thing in the game is that this this miasma like this miasma just rolls over different towns and areas of the world and and kills people. They don't ever explain why it does that. They they bring in these like factories that that artificially create people. They don't ever explain why those are there either. And then the, the lady I was just talking about, the princess chick, she she goes into a coma for some reason. They never explain that. They they show her like getting spooked by something, and she she, she gets so spooked she goes into a coma. They never explain why. There's this main villain guy named Solomon, and he has he has a bunch of clones of himself. So like you see, the, most of the time when you see him, he's like his younger teenage self, and then you see him again as like an older guy, and then and then later on you see him as like a really really older guy. And they don't ever explain why the fuck he's like that. They don't really ever explain what the fuck the deal is with with like 
who or what Sam, who is the little girl on the cover, they don't really ever explain who or what she really is. They just kind of they're just kind of like she's the mother, and then the game ends basically, and and then it it tries really really hard to be like a two D Zelda game, like link like Link to the Past. It tries really really hard to be that because you can like. Is it like a Secret of Mana type combat or yeah. or what? Yeah, essentially, yeah, because like uh, Secret of Mana or like, yeah, Link to the Past, basically, because like the oh. the main character, John, he has, he only ever uses like one of four guns or a, uh, or your like your main weapon is this uh, frying pan and you just swing it around mm-hmm. and you can lay bombs and that's pretty much it. And like the puzzles are cool, but there's a lot of times where you're like, You'll be exploring and doing puzzles and shit, and the game will like stop you and be like, "Hey, you have to fight these robots to proceed," and that's kind of a pain in the ass because, like, let me just use my weapons and shit like that for like puzzles. Like, don't make me stop to fight the enemies. Just like put them there as like an obstacle before I can. I mean, I guess that's kind of the same thing, but like, it, it, some of those encounters felt really forced, and it really fucked up the pace of the game, and it was just stupid. Yeah, I mean, give it a shot, and, like, within the first few hours, it seems like it's going to build up to something fucking awesome, but then it just doesn't, and it just kind of just doesn't. Limply flops and that's over. Easter. I don't know, I have Basically, I have a dude. right now. I don't really want to be disappointed anymore than I already am listening to our lists. <laughs> yeah, it's it was a huge bummer. Like, I, uh, my co-host Tommy, I, uh, I basically live messaged him like everything that was happening like every every single time like something cool happened i'd be like oh like fucking i found uh this this factory that like artificially manufactures people or like i would tell him like oh i gotta you know there's this lady is in a coma she's not waking up she's the only person that can fix this like train or fan thing so we can get the fuck out of here and all this other cool shit and then then i beat the game and i was like dumb this is like set for the sequel, maybe, or is it just like they just gave up? But the way the game ended, maybe, yeah, I, I could see it doing that. But like, there's a lot of stuff that they that they'll they'll introduce to the plot that basically mm-hmm. that just ends there. Like, there's no it doesn't give you a reason why it ended, but it just it just does. If that makes sense. I get what you're saying. But yeah, it, it, it's a little bit of a bummer. God damn it! And and I think Dave with Tales from the Backlog, he also agreed based off of his tweets. But before I forget, there were there were two good parts about Eastward. One was the the cooking system because, as anybody knows, like if you've listened to our show, you know that I'm a fucking huge sucker baby boy for for cooking mechanics. That shit is, I love that shit. Then you can combine like different ingredients to make different cool foods and shit like that, and that's awesome. And there's also this like there's this like uh, game within the game that's basically like a Dragon Quest clone, and you can. Uh, recruit different characters and go beat the boss, be like a certain amount of time to do it. And and that's that, that game, little game was pretty sweet, but yeah, that's it. Also play Omori. At first I was going to talk about Omori yeah. because I thought that this was a JRPG. Cause this it game was like earthbound, the Eastward game kind of. So I was like, this yes, looks like that's what it's going to be a JRPG, but dude, Omori's so good. Yeah. Yeah. That was one of my favorite games of last year. Did you beat Omori? Fuck yeah, I did, I did dude. I, I, I um, three or four endings to the game, and I, I mean, obviously, I got one because I beat it, but I haven't done the other ones yet. the The problem with Omori is that there's a game breaking bug. As far as I'm aware, it's on every single platform you can play it on. It's just built into the 
the code of the game. But if you play, I think if you play for too long is the problem where it will, it, it will eradicate your file and like revert you. So I was like 60 hours into the game. And of course I'm like exploring oh, and doing everything. You know what I mean? I'm pretty far into the game. Yeah. And then it reverted me to a, out, a save that was 13 hours in. I've lost so much progress and there was no way I was going to fucking do it again. So I might go back to it, but I'm Did... still angry. Didn't like one of the Elder School games do that too? Where like if uh if you played so many hours, your save file just won't work anymore. It got corrupted. Well, I don't know. Sure. That, that sounds like a that sounds like a Morrowind thing. <laughs> yeah, I think that was like on the PS3 something like that. Like oh. if you spent if you played for X amount of hours, your save um, file would get corrupted for some for whatever reason because that generation just like fucking you. Well, yeah, that's it, everybody. Those are all the most disappointing games of all time. There are no other games that disappoint. But if you do happen to find ones, you can uh, you can email us, I guess, superpodsaga@gmail.com if you want. You can hit up our website, superpodsaga.com. But uh, Tony, where can people find you and your podcast if they if they want to talk to you about disappointing games? Once again, the name of my podcast is PlayStation Rumble. We're available on, I think, at this point, almost all of the or most known podcast providers. Is that what they're called? I think so. Pod, pod, podcast platforms, I think. I guess, yeah, I guess that's the name, whatever the case may be. Um, we're also on YouTube, which is basically, I occasionally upload things to it. Um, right. You can also follow us on Twitter at PS Rumble. And yeah, uh, give us a follow, give us a shout out, and listen to us. Uh, it's a good time. Oh, yeah. What about you, Dave? Uh, we're at Gaming Together, a cooperative podcast. You can find us on Twitter at Game Together Pod. Find us on Instagram at Gaming Together Podcast. And uh, yeah, that's really it. Right on. Well, yeah, that's it. That's Super Pod Saga. That's also PlayStation Rumble and Gaming Together. I guess I'll, I'll plug the Patreon uh, as well, too. Yeah, feel free to drop us two, four, six dollars a month. Uh, that'll help the show in more ways than you can imagine. I'll show up at your doorstep just bawling and, and, and thank, thanking you over and over and over. But that is it, everyone. Everybody say goodbye. Peace. Goodbye. <laughs>